Welcome to the Anchored Podcast with Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I am so excited that you've tuned in, and it is my prayer that these messages will always help you to remain anchored, regardless of what storm or what season you're navigating. I pray that God would speak to your heart today and that you will never, ever, ever be the same again. Stay connected to Fellowship Chicago. This is Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I pray you stay anchored. Peace, peace. And so this morning, I want to preach to you, and I want you to tell your neighbor this simple word, amen. Tell your neighbor, serve the Lord with gladness. Come on, tell him again, say, serve him with gladness. Come on, tell him again, say, serve the Lord with gladness. Father, in Jesus' name, amen, as I preach your gospel, I ask you to hide me behind the cross, cover me with the blood. Oh, God, don't let anything come out of my mouth except what you want the people to hear. Oh, God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. Use me for your glory. Inspire somebody this morning, God. Encourage somebody through your word. And God, we pray right now, God, that you would come in this place that you already have. Fill us again. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody say amen again. Amen. As I stand uh, in this legendary church, uh, celebrating with you another year of a powerful ministry that has stood the test of time in an ever-changing world. You do know that this world is evolving and changing. And, and not so of a good way all the time. Uh, I can't help but to conclude and come to the conclusion that somebody had to have been dedicated to the service of the Lord in order for you to have reached this milestone of 72 years. Somebody say amen. Uh, I remember when uh, it was a time that your broadcast was started. And at the beginning of the broadcast, the Lord allowed me to sit there on the organ. I remember Reverend Evans would come out and uh, he would look around and kind of assess things. Amen. Mother York would pray and uh, in the back she passed out peanuts. Anybody know what I'm talking about? She passed out peanuts and she would come and she would pray over the congregation. And when it was time uh, for service to start, Reverend Evans, he'd always let us know uh, that if you can't stay for the entire service, you get up and leave right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Somebody say glory to God. Uh, but I remember him, and I, I remember how he would, when it was time to start, uh, he would look over at the organ, and he would take that long finger, and he would point to the organ, and whoever was on the organ would strike out with the introduction to what a fellowship. And in the middle of what a fellowship of the choir singing, uh, there would be a little pause, a little break. We'd break down the music, and Reverend Evans would say these words in the midst of his uh, speaking. He would say, it's a kinship. It's a friendship. It's a fellowship. And then he would ask these, this question. I watched it this morning on YouTube. He says, are you on board? And this morning, I want to ask those of you who are here, amen, those of you who are a part of fellowship in this generation, are you on board? Not only fellowship, but I want to ask Greater Harvest and all of you who say that you are of the household of faith, are you on board? 
Are you dedicated to ministry? Are you serving in ministry? Somebody say glory to God. Unfortunately, many in the Christian church today have not realized what that relationship means when he says that there is a relationship and a kinship. And many today have a lopsided relationship with God. Come on, tell you, ask your neighbor, is your relationship with God lopsided? Hey, many, many, many say we love God, but we have a problem being in his space. Uh, Pastor Sharp preached on this. I, got, I, I watched it. He preached on this, and he talked about the issues with the church today, and that many people, amen, they're not, they're not serving God like they used to or like we should. Somebody say amen, now hurry up to my seat. Amen. Uh, many are still watching from home since COVID. Amen. Many have become members of the Bedroom Baptist Church of the Living God. Somebody say glory to God. Uh-huh. Amen. But, but the same people who said they were being cautious in coming to church, amen, uh, you would see them on Facebook and they'd be on cruises. And they, they'd be in Las Vegas. And they were sending me text, Pastor, I'm taking my time to come back. But they be laid out on the beach with no mask. Ask your neighbor, was that you? Was that you? Uh, it's mighty funny. You can catch COVID in the church, but not in the club. You can catch COVID in the church, but not on the beach. You could catch COVID in the church, but not in the hotel. Oh, oh, I didn't mean to say it. You can... And so many of us, many of us, we are not faithful to God until we need something. We treat God like he's a slot machine. We come to church when it's convenient to come. We put 25 cents worth of praise in, pull the lever, and look for God to pour out a blessing. But guess what? You ought to serve him when you don't need something. Somebody say glory to God. Amen, amen. We often hear people say, I've got to get church because I need a breakthrough. I've got to get to church, amen. I've got to praise my way through, amen. And we say it often, if you praise your way through, God will bring you out. Somebody say glory to God. But you ought to bless him at all times, amen. And his praise should continually be in your mouth. Somebody say glory to God. Amen. We should be like one of the saints was that blessed me the other week. Amen. She sent me an envelope upstairs by Deacon Chambers. Amen. It had some money in it. It was blank. It wasn't a card. It was just an envelope. It had my name, Pastor Thomas, and it had some money in it. Amen. I said, well, God bless you. And when I saw her the next week, I said, Mama, what was this money for? Amen. I haven't been to a funeral. I haven't officiated one of your loved ones. You weren't in the hospital. I didn't have to come see you and pray over you. Amen. I haven't called you in a few weeks. What was this for? She looked at me. She says, baby, it's just because. Sometimes you ought to bless God. Tell your neighbor, God, this is just because. You ain't opened the door lately, but you are the door. This is just because. I didn't have to ask you for water, but you are water. Tell your neighbor, God is everything he can do. And sometimes you ought to come to the temple not looking for anything, but to give him something. Oh, he just woke you up this morning. He just started you on your way. 
look up to heaven and say, God, this praise is just because, just because you're good, just because you're kind, just because I didn't deserve to wake up, but you touched me anyway. And every time I turn around, you've done something else for me. Tell your neighbor, this praise is just because. Now listen, at our church, if you read in the book of Ezra, the people hadn't had the word in about 400 years. When they finally heard the word, amen, in the pauses of the scriptures being read, amen, they would say Selah or Selah, amen. And whenever they would say that word, the people would pause and reflect and praise. So whenever you hear me say the word Selah, you're supposed to do it too, amen. Let's practice Selah. That means I'm reflecting on his goodness. In the middle of what I'm going through, Selah. Now come on and practice one more time. Selah, come on. She said, I wanted to do something for you, not based on what you've done, but I just love you. Amen. You're a great pastor, and I'm glad, amen, that I can give you a little something to let you know how much I appreciate you. You ought to do God like that sometimes. You ought to tell him, Lord, I just love you. I come to church. I serve you because I love you. I serve you because you're a good God. I serve you because you deserve my time. You deserve my talent. You deserve my money. You deserve what I give you, and I wouldn't have it if you hadn't given it to me. When you give God your portion, when you give him your talent, you're only giving him back a portion of what he's already given you. Tell your neighbor to serve the Lord with gladness. Somebody say glory to God. The Bible says we should serve him with gladness. Amen. Serve him with gladness. Serve him with gladness. Serve him. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Tell your neighbor, serve the Lord and not people. We should be happy to come to church. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor God wants a happy people. Who wants to go on a date with a dead head? Glory to God. Who wants folk coming to your party? Amen. Sitting around on the wall. Amen. If you're going to come, glory, somebody say glory to God. If you're going to come celebrate with me, you got to celebrate. Glory to God. Tell your neighbor, God don't want wallflowers. Glory to God. Be glad to participate in ministry. Amen. I know 70 years, 72 years, amen, of success was only because God had some happy people in the church. God has some willing workers in the church. Somebody say glory to God. But you have to be careful that you not allow people to steal your joy and to steal your enthusiasm about serving God and serving not only God, but serving in your church. Somebody say glory to God. Don't allow people to dictate your level of service. Amen. Don't allow their attitudes, amen, to stop you from coming to church. Don't allow their change of heart for the church to change your heart. Amen. Don't allow their constant complaints to infiltrate your spirit. Don't allow their gossip to get you off course. Don't allow their whining to taint your motivation to serve. 
you need to know that there are some people who will never be satisfied. It was just like President Obama. He could have found a cure for cancer and some of the Republicans would not have given him praise for it. But somebody, glory to God, tell your neighbor to serve God and not people. Yes, there are issues within the church. Yes, there are hypocrites in the church. Yes, there is sin amongst the members. Yes, there are different opinions amongst the members. Yes, there are gossipers in the church. Yes, sometimes I get tired of certain people. Apostle Hinton said it like this. He said it like this. There are people in the church, they won't change. They don't get better. They won't die and they won't leave. Did you hear me? There's some people that's going to be here. Satan has planted them amongst the sheep. There are wolves amongst the sheep. Somebody say glory. Oh yeah, amen, glory. Ask your neighbor, are you a wolf or a sheep? Hey, the, the sheep support whether they understand it or not. The sheep will support at the indication of their pastor. The sheep will not dog the pastor out behind his back. The sheep will always have the pastor's back. Pastor, I don't understand what you're doing, but since you're the quarterback, I'm just going to run the play. Tell your neighbor, you ought to serve when you're not catching the ball. You ought to serve when you're not throwing the ball. You ought to serve when you don't get attention. You ought to serve. Just know the play. Ask your neighbor, do you know your route? Glory to God. Just serve on your route, glory to God. Even if the ball is not coming to you, run your route anyway. Sometimes the pastor in the huddle, sometimes he has to call what we call an audible. That means you were meant to catch the ball, but because the pastor is in the center, he can see when the enemy is changing up on you. And sometimes he has to change the play. You just run your route. Guess what? Everybody won't throw the ball but yet your neighbor can you be a blocker because if there were no blockers there would be no runs there would be no touchdowns somebody has to be a blocker Selah go ahead and pray Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the church. Amen. There's a lot of stuff in the church, but there's also a lot of stuff on your job, but you keep going. There are hypocrites in your family, but you still, and some of y'all, your boyfriend ain't no good, but you're still with him. Your girlfriend, you know he's a, you know he's cheating. You've been in this phone, glory to God. Amen, glory to God. You saw the pictures, you saw the text. Hey man, he mistakenly texts you and had to explain it. You know it, but you stay. If you can stay with somebody that you know ain't no good, certain you can serve a God that's been good to you all of your life. Ask your neighbor, what's wrong with you? Get back in your place. Serve the Lord. Forget these Negroes. I mean people. Somebody say glory to God. They don't have a hell or a heaven to put you in. And when you serve God, you ought to serve him because he's been good to you. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, glory. Tell your neighbor, I'm not serving him because I, he owes me anything. I 
I serve him because I owe him everything. I owe him my talent. I owe him my life. For if it had not been for the Lord on my side, my enemies would have swallowed me up. Not only are there people in the church that's messed up. Amen. Glory to God. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, and there was you. Tell them there was me. Amen. We look at other folk and we forget about the fact that God looked over some stuff. To, oh, I done messed up. Sometimes we can see the faults of everybody else. And we miss the fact that I was messed up. Dirty. Unfit. And some of us was like, we thought we had it going on. But don't forget that he took me and he shook me. And now you're clean because of the blood. Tell your neighbor, I'm only here because of the blood. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be able to serve nobody. The devil never tells you to abandon, abandon any other place or people. But when it comes to the church, he makes you feel like you can't take the hypocrisy. Amen. We'll say stuff like those phony people get on my nerve. Amen. I think I'm done with organized religion. But this is, tell your neighbor, this is why you have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not just a mechanism to make you shouting. Amen. The Holy Ghost doesn't just give you chill bumps. Glory to God. But the Holy Ghost keeps your mind and keeps your heart. He keeps you grounded. Somebody say glory to God. I'm almost done here. Tell your neighbor, he keeps me grounded. And when you become old enough and mature enough, there are some things that just don't matter no more. I'm 54 and getting talked about is not something I really care about. Being dissed is not something I really care about. Oh, I need somebody that's at least 45, at least 35, at least 30. You come to a place where you just don't care about trivial stuff no more. I don't care about who's sleeping with who. I don't care about who's doing. Guess what? That's between you and your God. But as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to serve him. This ain't about you. This ain't about who likes you. This is about what he wants and what he needs out of you in your life. Somebody say glory to God. Amen. When you come old enough and mature enough, there are some things that don't bother you anymore. And you must learn how to forget what anybody has to say about you. Let them be jealous. You know they're jealous of you. Let them look at you funny. Amen. The thing is, they don't understand that the reason you serve is because God has brought you out of some stuff. All right, do I have anybody that can say God brought me out of some stuff? Amen. I know you're in church and I know you look real sanctified, but underneath that is an ex. Tell your neighbor, I'm an ex something. I'm a used to be. Glory to God. I'm a recovering whatever it is. Tell your neighbor, I'm recovering. Glory to God. He brought me out, but sometimes the enemy tries to bring me back and take me back. But thank God that he has brought me to where I am right now. God rescued you from danger. He kept your lights on. He kept you from going crazy. 
glory to God. Let them talk, but keep on serving. Let them kick you out of their circle, but keep on serving. Don't worry if they stop speaking. Tell your neighbor, don't worry about them not speaking no more. I got something for you to tell you. There was a time I didn't know you. Tell your neighbor, there was a time I didn't know you. I didn't know you existed. I didn't know who you were. I didn't know your name. You didn't know me. So we can always go back to the default. Y'all ain't hear me tell your neighbor, we can always go back to the default. Amen. I'm, not, I, I'm at that place now. I don't lose sleep over people. I sleep good every night because I've learned how to let it go. Tell your neighbor, you got to learn how to let it go and be in your place. Last time I checked, talk don't pay the bills. Last time I checked, talk don't buy gas. Last time I checked, talk is real cheap. Matter of fact, they were talking when you didn't have anything. They talk when you begin to accumulate something. And now that you're better off, they're going to really talk. But the real deal is, the reason they're running their mouth is because they are not happy themselves. And I believe there are some people in here who have matured and you can say, amen, I'll be in my place regardless of who's not. Amen. No matter if no one else is in their place, I'm not even mad at my haters and I'm not wasting precious breath on unhappy, mean, evil people. I'm too old to lose sleep over them. I'm too blessed to stay home because of mess. For I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Another reason you ought to serve him with gladness is because none of us deserve his goodness. The Bible says, for the Lord is good. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I didn't deserve to be here. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Somebody say glory to God. But God's grace covered me and brought me back. I'm almost through here. Somebody say glory to God. Oh, I'm reminded, glory, that you ought to serve God because of his goodness and because he covered you when you should have been thrown away. Somebody say glory to God. Amen. I'm reminded of the prodigal son. The Bible says he messed up. Amen. He loved the fast life, took all of his money and squandered it and ended up in a dirty place and became dirty. Amen. But when he came to himself, glory to God. Amen. When he came to himself, he said, I'm going home to my father and I'm going to repent and I'm going to get back in my place. Somebody say glory to God. And his father loved him so much that when he saw him coming home, he didn't wait till he got home. The Bible says he loved him so much while he was in this dirty state. He loved him while he was filthy. Even though he messed up, he loved him. And the Bible says he loved him so much that when he saw him from afar off, he ran to him. Aren't you glad God don't always wait till I get back? But sometimes God will run to you. Somebody say glory to God. And his father loved him so much that he ran to him. And the scripture does not tell us that the son took a bath before he got home. When he came home, he smelled like what he came out of. He looked like what he came out of. But the father loved him so much that he didn't care. Somebody say glory to God. He said these words, this is my son who was dead. 
but now he's alive again. With his flaws, he's still my son. With his crazy self, he's still my son. With his partying self, he's still my son. With his wasteful self, this is still my son. And he covered him. He covered his stinking body. He covered his dirty hands and feet. He covered his past. And this is another reason, tell your neighbor, the reason I love God and the reason I served him is because he covered me. Tell your neighbor, God covered me. Oh, you know the business should have been out. You know they had receipts on you. You know they had the pictures in the video. But tell your neighbor, God covered me. In spite of myself, he covered me. Tell your neighbor, he covered me. I'm almost done here. He says, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We should serve him if you really know who he is. Amen. I want to ask you in here, do you know who God is? If you know who he is, you'll know that it is he that's made us. It is God that brought you. It is God that kept you all these years. And let me remind you that God gave you your voice. God gave you that job. He made a way for you to get that house. He brought you through college. He kept your phone on. He kept your lights on. He kept your nails done. He put that stuff in your head. He gave you the business. He tell your neighbor, God kept me alive. It is he that has made us and not we, we ourselves. Verse 4 says, we ought to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Many people come to church waiting on someone else to lead you in worship, waiting on someone else to take you in. But I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Somebody say glory to God. You don't need to be ushered in. You shouldn't, be, you shouldn't need the praise team to tell you how good God is. Because every time I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. Somebody say glory to God. The last reason you should serve the Lord with gladness is because God is just good. I need my praise of sailor. Come on, let me hear you one more time. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures forever. God has been good. He's been merciful. He's been truthful. And when I look at the history of this church and how God has blessed fellowship, amen, glory to God. I understand glory to God. While Reverend Evans served God with gladness, somebody say glory to God. I understand him. Amen. And he left us these words because he wanted us to know why he served God with gladness. Somebody say glory to God. The reason, I said the reason, Reverend Evans served God with gladness. He told us in his own words, this is the reason there is no secret what God can do, what he's done for others. He'll do for you. That's not the only reason he served them with gladness. The other reason he told us he served them is because there is room at the cross for you. You may be high. You may be low. Some are rich and some are poor. But there is room at the cross for you. Pastor Jenkins told us why he served the Lord with gladness. He said these words, my God is awesome. 
He can move mountains. He keeps me in the valley. He hides me from the rain. My God is awesome. Paid my rent. Took care of my children. Didn't let me have a nervous breakdown. When I thought I was losing everything, God let me know that he was awesome. Somebody say glory to God. He told us my God is awesome. He heals me when I'm broken. Strengthens where I'm weakened. Forever he will reign. Mama Ludella told the church while she served them with gladness. She said when peace like a river attended my way. When sorrows like sea billows roll and whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say it is well that's why I serve him because he's well with my soul somebody ought to say I will serve him no matter what's going on I will serve him because it's well with my soul somebody say glory to God she also said in the book it's written saved by grace and all the joy that floods my soul now I am I am forgiven and I know by his blood he has made me whole somebody say glory somebody say glory I serve him because my name is written in the Lamb's book of life I serve him because he saved me he redeemed me and made me brand new somebody say glory in my last point I got one more thing to say we heard from Reverend Evans we heard from Reverend Jenkins we heard from Mama Lou Della but there's a Joshua that tells the note that told the new fellowship the current fellowship why he serves him with gladness he said these words he'll do more that I ever expected come on saints and tell your neighbor I serve him because he'll he'll do more yes he has than I ever expected and then he turned around and told us this hey only God can do it I said only God can do it only God can heal only God can heal. I know. I said only God can do it. I serve him because God can do it. I serve him. He can make a way out of no way. He'll turn your darkness into day. And I'm glad you ought to serve him because he can do it. And the same God that did it back then, the same God that did it 72 years ago. The same God that did it on State Street. The same God that did it in the old building. He said, I, I will do a new thing in you. It shall come forth. Tell your neighbor he'll do more. 
Tell your neighbor he'll do more. Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory. Everybody standing. Can we thank God for this preacher? Can we thank God for this message? So empowering. Pastor Thomas, there are no words. Thank you for reminding us of who we are because of who God is. What a powerful message. Nobody else could have preached it like you preached it today. Nobody else. Tell the person beside you, and he's still doing more. He's still doing more than you ever expected. Family, all is well. And I need you to speak it like you know it. And that's why I'm going to keep on serving because God can make it well. All is well. Look at the person beside you. You may not like him. Reverend Evans would say, look at him if you can stand to look at him. And tell him, neighbor, I make this vow for the rest of my life. I'm going to keep serving the Lord. Look at him and say, for the rest of your life. Make sure you keep serving the Lord. Come on, let's give God some praise in this place. For the Lord is good. All is well. For the Lord is good. I said, for the Lord is good. I said, the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all generations. Every head bow, every eye closed. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus... Today is a good day to say yes. And what really matters is not just church membership. We're really concerned about relationship. If you need a new walk with God, you need to rededicate your life back to God. It doesn't matter if you're in the back. It doesn't matter if you're in the balcony. It doesn't matter if you've been away from the church for a long time. You can come back this morning and give God a yes. If you need Christ, come on. If you need a church home, come on. If you need to make some changes in your personal life, come on. And here's what I'm willing to do, whether you want to join Fellowship or Greater Harvest or any other church in this city that's Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, we'll get you there. But come on down these aisles so you can connect. 
Come on, God bless you, my sister. Come on, fellowship. Let's welcome our sister. All, All is well. All is well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Bless you. Welcome. All is well. Come on, anybody else need to come after a message like this? Come on, let me hear you say, All is well. You gotta speak it. All is well. All is well. Come on, my sister. Come on, my brother. can make it like that. Only God can open doors nobody can shut. Only God can open a way. All, all is well. Come on, one more time. All is well. Come on, I dare you to sing it all over the building. You gotta speak it. Before you seize it, all is well, all is well. One more time. Come on, one more time, one more time. All Tell your neighbor all. I know you gotta handle some things this week. I know you got some appointments and some meetings, some doctor's visits. But as you leave this building, leave knowing that all is well. One more time, all Somebody thank God that is well. We give God praise for you, my sisters and your son. We thank you for coming today by faith. And whether you're coming to accept Christ, whether you're coming to join the church, this one or another Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church, or if you just need some changes, you want to rededicate your life, we welcome you. Fellowship Greater Harvest, help me welcome our newest members in our family. Would you follow our representative from the First Touch Ministry? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Give them a hand as they go to their seats. One more time, help me thank God for Pastor Eric Thomas. Help me thank God for Greater Harvest. Thank you, Greater Harvest. I know, I know it was a sacrifice and you all have a long day ahead. But you blessed us with your presence. Greater Harvest, just wave at us. Just wave at us so we can see you. You mean so much. You mean so much. Listen, as you're standing, we're getting ready to go home. This service has been power-packed. 
and my soul is on fire. And I, the longer I stand up here and keep talking, the happier I'm going to get. So I'm going to ease on out the way because I sure am happy. If you are from out of town, literally from another state, and you're worshiping with us today, can you wave at us so we can acknowledge your presence? Come on, y'all. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so, so much. Play real, real softly. Pull your mask down and just tell me where you're from. What state? What state? Quickly. Michigan. Michigan. Texas. Yeah, this is my Texas family. Houston and Dallas. They were on the boat with us yesterday. I see virtual ship. Come on. Holler. Arkansas. Texas. Texas. New Orleans. Oh, that's my favorite city. Go down to Cafe Du Mod and just drink a frozen coffee and do this in remembrance of me. All right, well, Iowa, God bless, I haven't seen you in so long, and it's so good to see you. Where you from? Come on. Atlanta? Come on, Atlanta. Savannah, Georgia, Desmond, Brother Desmond, y'all make some noise from my home state, Georgia. Did I miss anybody? Anybody? Come on. Te te I mean, Texas is showing out. Our next virtual pop-up is going to be in Texas, so I hope I see all of y'all there in Texas. Anybody else? Did I miss anybody? Ma not Macon, Georgia. Lord have mercy. Who is that from Macon, Georgia? Jesus, that's where my first church was. Welcome. Welcome to the big city. <laughs> all the way from Mactown. All right. One more. Minnesota. Fellowship, help me thank God for all of our guests and friends who traveled so far to be here today you mean something to us pastor thomas i have one more request can you play all night and all day as we leave i want to hear it i just 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 one more request everybody's standing he played on the original recording that reverend evans and fellowship recorded all night i just want to hear it one time and we're gonna get out of here now don't y'all start nothing we're just gonna listen we're gonna sing it and i'm gonna go out in the welcome center and shake hands, okay? We're going to behave. Everybody's standing. Take your time, Pastor. Take your time. Take your time. Mm-hmm. This is anniversary today. This is anniversary. Downstairs, our ministry expo. Downstairs, go after church. No food trucks due to the weather. We had to cancel that, but let's go downstairs. Pastor. <laughs> One more time, one more time, one more time.
Just congregation, let me hear you say all night. church around your shoulders and I want you to go to bed knowing everything is going to be alright Auntie Claudette everything going to be alright Auntie Felicia everything is going to keep being alright and I got to leave you with this because in the morning I said in the morning I wish I had one witness that knew in the morning God will make everything Work out all right. May your struggles keep you near the cross. May your troubles show that you need God. May your battles end the way they should. And may your bad days prove that God is good. I pray your whole life keeps on proving that God is good. Have a safe day. Drive safely. I love you. Peace, 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 peace. Tap somebody and tell them have a good week. Have a good week. Tap somebody tell them have a good week. Watching. Keep watching. They're watching over me. me. Y'all go on home. Have a good night. Have a good day. Hey family, I pray you've been blessed by this message that God gave me. I hope you stay connected to Fellowship Chicago through YouTube, Facebook, or our website. Go to fellowshipchicago.com today and make sure that you stay updated on all of the great things that are happening on the ship. Until we meet again, may you be blessed by the power, the peace, and the provisions of God. Peace, peace.